This episode is brought to you by Verity. Verity just launched their brand new student information system called Verity Student. Verity Student is everything you wish you had in your student information system and then some. Verity Student combines top-notch, unparalleled compliance and efficiency-boosting processes with the best communication features built into one single platform. Verity Student streamlines academic tracking, document management with an electronic signature, and a built-in powerful contact center with multi-channel communication. The unfortunate complications that human errors prevent are virtually eliminated with their improved process workflow automation that paves the way for data and reporting that you can actually count on. It's the most efficient recruiting, enrollment, and retention process that you have ever seen. Get more than you have with less strain on your budget with Verity Student. Experience the cost efficiencies that their all-inclusive tool provides compared to other, more expensive tools with less functionality. The unified pricing includes a multi-channel communication hub at a fraction of the amount that you'd pay for multiple systems. Say goodbye to inefficiency. Say goodbye to disjointed communications. Say goodbye to Excel when you say hello to Verity Student. At Verity, they only know one direction and one speed. Always forward and always fast. Harness the power of one with Verity Student. Request a behind-the-scenes look at their new student information system, Verity Student, at meetverity.com. Again, that's meetverity.com. Welcome to Fanatical Fridays, a weekly podcast where I sit down with Mickey Baines, a principal at Kennedy & Company, which is a higher education consulting firm, to discuss the traits, the strategies, and the tactics that separate the best enrollment management teams from the rest of the pack. I'm Zach Cruz, founder here at Enrollify. Enjoy the show. Happy Friday. We are almost to the weekend. How are you doing, sir? Is, is it, it, you said it's almost weekend? Yeah, I said, I said it's almost the weekend. It's, it's uh, 24 hours and we'll be in, uh, at least I will be asleep in 24 hours from now, for sure. Um, I, I, plan on, <laughs> I plan on sleeping in this weekend yeah, as much as I can. You plan, on, you plan on going to bed in 24 hours or you plan on still being, you know, like <laughs> going to bed in like 16, these, 17 hours? These days, these days I plan on still being in bed. Um, okay. But okay. yeah, yeah. How are you? Uh, well, it's, you know, is, is it Friday? Um, you know, it could be Monday and I honestly wouldn't know at this point. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy, crazy times. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, just trying to field questions that come in and, and um, you know, just looking at, um, you know, what it is we're trying to solve for with, with, with clients uh, and, you know, the various scenarios that come in, you know, got email yesterday from a good friend of mine, former client um, asking, you know, we need help thinking about the, you know, a position we can't fill. How do we modify it uh, to make it work? Um, and get our needs and still find the right candidate. Um, I'm hearing a lot of uh, schools starting to come forward talking about, you know, or asking what are the best ways to spend CARES money hmm. Interesting. for recruitment purposes? How can we possibly use it for that? Um, and we're putting together some um, pointers on that right now. I think we'll, um, we can't talk about it this episode because it's too early in the game. I, I want to have some more ideas. Maybe we can talk about it next week. But um, I've actually had that question come in twice in one week, two different schools. Um, so I'm sure it's on other folks' mind as well. But, um, you know, just 
you know, just, just random things like that coming in. And, you know, that while those are great questions, they're not ones that you spend a lot of time every day thinking about. And so changing your brain, shifting and still staying focused on all the other things you do. Um, it's just a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, it, and to piggyback on that, one of the things that we're dealing with right now is I talked about this maybe a, two or three weeks ago, but just folks who don't really know what they want and they are coming and asking, Hey, we need help, but don't have a good sense of exactly, you know, what it is that they need. And so there's this, there's this just funny thing that's continuing to happen of like, Hey, I have this money. I need to spend it. How do I spend it best? Oh, and by the way, I don't want like all, a lot of time spent in analysis. I just want like you to tell me what, what's going to work. Like <laughs> give me the playbook. And I used to laugh at stuff like this because when when people would get up at in like a conf, at like a conference and talk about how and make some like cheeky remark about how there's no silver bullet or stuff like that. I used to like be like, oh god, eye roll. But the reality is, I think people still need to hear that because we, people are still asking us for like these things. They're saying that they're literally coming and saying, hey, um, can you like work up a scope to help me with email marketing? Yep. Um, and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, here are my questions. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't want to answer the questions. Like, I just, I just want your proven methodology. That was literally an email I got yesterday. Please, <laughs> please just give me your proven methodology for email marketing. Thanks. Work up a scope for that. And it's just like, like these sorts of things are just such a waste of time because I'm like, if you're not really willing to have a conversation, you won't even have a conversation with me about like what your needs are because you're so <laughs> tired of consultants. Like, you know, saying, uh, oh, well, I need to spend... <clears throat> $15,000 worth of analysis yep. before I can do anything. It's like we've just burned people out, I guess, uh, is is my takeaway, because so, people don't uh, want to talk yeah. about those things. You know, that's a very fair uh, and open assessment um, that, that you that you just gave there in terms of the, the burnout of consultants. I, that's fair and that's very kind, because when I hear that, uh, those requests, um, two things come to mind. The first one, uh, that you referenced um, just, you know, I don't want an analysis to tell you how to spend. So I just, my, my reply to that, something like that is, well, okay. Um, where is your barn? And I'll bring the shotgun. Um, <laughs> right. Cause that's what you just asked for. Yeah. Um, a and B for, for the, for the second one, uh, my scope of work would be um, deliverables, implement our marketing, our proven marketing methodology price. Here's your, here's your statement of work. <laughs> that's I'm not going to give you, the methodology that's that's what you pay for yeah yeah right? exactly exactly uh, so, so if that's all you want then i'm going to give you a state work that says implement our proven methodology here's our cost <laughs> yeah and what's funny is like the easiest statement of work i can write i know i i i got back to to them and threw together just like a super quick uh scope and um this is like a smaller a smaller project and they got back and they said, looks great. Can you change the word email workflow to email sequencing? And that was like their their edit in the scope. Um, and I was like, what? Okay, first of all, like, let's have, can we have a conversation about what you actually, like, what's the, what's the actual concern here? Like, is the concern that you don't know what a workflow is? Like, this is a HubSpot related project. Um, is this in, in HubSpot, like sequencing and workflows are actually two different tools, right? So we yep. can we can do one or both or, you know, but they're they're not the same. So I just want to make I just want to make sure we're clear. 
And he, <laughs> the guy, the contact literally responds again. And he says, just whatever the proven methodology is. And I, I kid you not, Mickey, like I can't make this stuff up. Um, and it, it was just, it's just funny. And I, I do feel like this, we're making fun of this awesome person, um, which isn't nice, but I am sympathetic. Like things are crazy. People don't have time, but I'm like, if you don't have time to have a conversation about a scope of work with somebody that you're about to hire, like there's some bigger problems going on there. Like you, you, we, I'm a, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'll do great work. Like no problem. But if I wasn't, it'd be really easy to deliver something really, really crappy because the scope is completely not clear. Um, and there, there's so much ambiguity in it. And yet like the guy doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't have time. So anyways, I can, you know, we can well, digress. Uh, let me but... just say, I don't see that as giving someone a hard time. That's not giving someone a hard time. I mean, that's not making fun. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we get RFPs, uh, requests, you get requests just like you're talking about, all with good intention. Uh, they really do. But from that demonstrate a lack of the full understanding that may be necessarily required in order to fully execute what it is they need. Hmm. And I don't expect every client to have all of that, but to some extent, if they don't have it and don't want to get that, then they're going to need to trust in someone. Um, and if they really, you know, <clears throat> I had someone want, before that wanted a, a statement of work for communication workflows. Yeah. Um, didn't want me to talk to anyone on their team um, to understand um, how their prospects what their questions are, you know, don't do any type of analysis, kind of what you're, you're sharing there. And, you know, well, I don't know how many, like some follow-up questions, you know, let's talk about your types of audience. Who are we marketing to? No, 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 no. I just need you to put together like six or seven workflows. Yeah. I don't know what they're about. I don't know who they're for. I don't have a cycle around it, but that's all. And so I can't, give a statement of work that's going to be able to demonstrate what the outcomes will be because I don't know what it is. So, you know, I have two choices. And, and so, I mean, as a, as someone who has to try to respond to that, I have two choices. Uh, one, well, maybe three choices. One, take a risk with a statement of work. Yeah. Two, price a statement of work that helps cover any risk that I'm taking in terms of the amount of time. When, so when I say risk, that can be the amount of time because it may, if I get in there and I can really do something that's impactful, it might take quadruple the amount of time. Um, or three, I just don't propose. Hmm. And I'm either going to go with option two or three um, at that point. I've done enough of trying to do option one to know that the pain and headaches you provide yourself and your team in order to be successful with it is far greater than any type of compensation we can get for that um, at the, at that point. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it, it's a tough choice, um, but it also is a flag to me that there may be other mishappenings occurring. And that even if I do a super job, I don't know that the end result will be more students because what I'm doing is at a much higher place in the funnel. And if those flags of, of concern or lack of understanding of how this works are occurring up there, if those flags continue down the funnel, the likelihood of, of not being able to convert uh, down the funnel is, is just as high, yeah. maybe higher. And so, you know, for me, 
even if I'm at being asked to help think about a communication strategy, I, at the end of the day, they need more students. They're doing this work for more students. So how will this help them get more students? And communication strategy typically means there's some additional work that a recruitment will do. Yeah, yeah. To follow up with that, to be even more effective. And if, you know, if, when there's that disconnect, someone's going to be dis, uh, disappointed, frustrated, angry. Uh, and, you know, I want all the cards on the table to say, this is what we can do. These are the right expectations to have. And so you, you, you want the shotgun. Okay, here are the expectations. We may be able to give you more names. You may not get any of them to enroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or we're, we will have your name out there. We may not get any names from it. Because those are potential outcomes for shotgun approaches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there are so many thoughts so, there. Um, yeah, and or you 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 just want the proven methodology. Great. That methodology comes with impact for your team. If you don't want to know that, you're you could really frustrate your team. Yeah. Your team won't know how to respond to these leads because you've asked for sequences, and they're going to have emails going out under their name followed up because you just said you really wanted sequences. <laughs> so let's understand that impact. Um, you know, that's some of that conversation that, you know, it's good or bad, but let's, you know, and, and I would rather have that conversation and not have get any work from that. Um, you know, I just think that that's hard. That's hard. And, and sometimes, you know, it's one of those, I, I have had someone like that before, Zach, that was like, well, no, I just want this. I just want this. And at some point, and I think after two or three exchanges, like, I can't, I can't give you a statement of work. Yeah. Um, I can give you the name of someone who can. Um, if you want to have a conversation about these two things, and we'll need at least an hour for that, so that you can understand what this really means, then we can talk more about it. But otherwise, I just can't, uh, because you're not going to be happy. I'm certainly not going to be happy. Uh, and, and that's not good for either of us. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I wanted to give him the reason because I don't want to just, you know, be uh, an ass about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but they want results. I want to give results. And if the results that we're both looking for aren't the same, then that's going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is like, uh, this is like therapy, Mickey. Um, I love it. I love it. Who, who needs therapy when you can podcast with Mickey Baines? Um, but hey, uh, let's we should probably let's let's pivot the conversation. And I, I want to talk about your ideas for what counselors can do in the moment. In this very moment, we are in April. Um, we have completed the first week of April. All sorts of of, of clocks are ticking um, until May, and the summer will be here before we know it. So, what what ideas do you have, or what what have you been sort of noodling on with respect to? how folks can best use their time when it comes to last minute recruitment efforts, uh, any sort of last minute changes to processes to sort of accelerate the the admissions process. Where Where's your head at? What, what are some practical things folks can do now to help move the needle in getting more butts and seats in the next few weeks here? So <clears throat> let's segue what I was just talking about. Because there is a connection. Oh, please. Um, I love it. Because, right, because admission counselors, to an extent, are the sales arm of your college university. There you go. And so they're, so they're going to have 
Um, and let's just, and, I, and I, I'll, we'll focus a little bit on traditional students, but I'll start by non-traditional students because I've had this conversation with a prospective non-traditional student before. You know, I want, um, I want to be a CPA, um, but I really, really, really want to manage, uh, major in, um, want to finish my degree with a business management yeah. degree. Uh, right. Great. When are you going to go back and get the second degree? What, what do you mean second degree? Well, you know, your CPA isn't just go take this test. There are additional requirements for that. There's curriculum you need to have uh, under your belt. Business management has two accounting courses. And I'm pretty certain neither of those count towards that required curriculum for in order to be eligible to sit Yeah. for, um, you know, having that type of conversation. Um, and there are moments as a counselor, you may, you're presented with that elephant in the room. And the question is, do you address it or not? And that's the elephant in the room. Um, and I, and I, that student comes to mind specifically. Oh, I don't even know what year this was. This is a long time ago. This is probably 2006. Um, and that student had come to me after having visited the university across town. And they presented to him, this is how you're going to enroll. This is how the business management program works. And he was ready to go. And I'm assuming... He was as forthcoming with them as he was with me in terms of saying, I want to be an accountant. How do you not address something like that? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about traditional students and, and what might be the elephant in the room. You met a student on the road a year ago. You've had some exchanges. This student has been engaged. They've attended an event. They have um, emailed with you or texted with you, called something. You've had interaction up until, say, January, and it stopped. And you're wondering why this student hasn't continued to have a conversation. I think we know why. We don't always want to admit why, but the student feels a little awkward to tell us, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I see this happen more with newer counselors or counselors who just have that bigger need to want to be liked. And there are advantages and disadvantages to that type, uh, that personality trait. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, you know, when you're in that scenario, it's important to understand what's happening. And I'm not saying you give up completely on that student. But if you're going to give that student any more of your time, and this is a student, again, who's not getting back to you, who's disengaged, not just with you, but with the college university you're working for. And so if you want to re-engage, you can't simply do a small tweak to what you have been doing. We, I talk about tweaks all the time on, on this podcast, yeah. but you can't just try to email them again. You know, what are tactics you can do to re-engage someone who hasn't engaged to try to get them back and sway them and hope that they've not already, not already deposited elsewhere? Um, and so one of the things I want to do is address that elephant in the room. And whether that's by email, text, or phone call, I want to get from that student, are you in or out? Um, and I would send that type of message. And I have scared some recruitment teams when I've done training like that. Um, because no one wants to ask a question, ask the student to, to confirm that they're definitely not coming. That, yeah. That's an awkward thing for them to do. But that's also a nice thing to do, because if they are leaning that way and you open the door, you've allowed them to kindly tell you that. And that's and that way, at least, you know, we can close that out and we can move on. 
you you know, most counselors at this point in the season, especially on the traditional side, have way more people in your pipeline than you can individually connect with. Sure, sure. Um, so the question is, what can you do to prioritize? Yeah. And weeding some people out is one of those things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and so having that. So if I've got a template email that, um, that might have a subject line that says in or out, question yeah. mark. Now that's direct. <laughs> um, and okay, here, uh, here, here, here's my idea for you, which is which is totally, okay. totally aligned, right? So yes, do do an email, but rather than it just being sort of like a static email or a basic sort of HTML email, do you partner with like a Vidyard or like a Wistia, one of these companies where again, if you have a, I know we're all strapped for cash here, but this stuff is more affordable than you might think. And work do do a personalized video so that when they open their their email, the first thing that they see is like Zach, are you in or out? And it's a video, and they hit the play button, and it's something I don't know, simple and and cheeky, but it's basically like a hey, we understand like there's a lot of great options out there. No worries if you've uh, decided to go elsewhere, let us know, or let us know that you're you're in here, or let us know that you're still thinking about it, and you know have a simple like three CTAs on the landing page where this where this video lives. And have them just click one of those CTAs. That's it. Like yes. that. That's that'll solicit a response at the very least because they're like, "Why the hell is my name on this like video player?" That's cool. Yes, and and that's it. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Yeah, it's forty five second video. Yep. There are three buttons underneath. I'm in. I'm unsure. I'm out. Great. That's it. And, and imagine that, what you can do when they click that button. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that there could be now, this is where we're pushed for time, but there's, that's a whole campaign you can build off of that. But yeah, if it's no great um, trigger, whatever email you want, maybe it's from the Dean. Hey, we're so sorry um, to hear that um, you've chosen a role elsewhere. Best of luck. Um, if you decide later down the road, that's not the right fit. This door will be open for you. In fact, your application, um, uh, will be held for uh, another six months, whatever. You know, yeah. you know, boom, done. Uh, if it's unsure, um, what if that triggered something, you know, what, what are you unsure? What makes you unsure? What are you confused about? What, you know, as you're torn, you know, just something that gets them to share that because that's, that's the key from a sales perspective to know what's on their mind. What are they thinking about? Why aren't they sure? And it might be, Oh, hmm, yeah, you're sure about um, this account. You know, you really want to be an accountant. You're unsure about that. Well, you're right. We don't have accounting as a major. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Um, you know, if, if it depends on how certain you are that that's the right career path for you, you know, and if you're not exactly certain, you know, maybe that's an opportunity to look at a community college yeah. to start with something like that. And that way, if it is, then you can transfer. If it's not uh, and you start there and get two years and you can transfer back to us, yeah. you know, Right. All those, you know, how can I provide value um, or, you know, and if it's I'm in, oh, that's fantastic. Um, don't forget our deposit deadline May 1. Here's a link to do that. Yeah. I mean, or, all these things to be automated. And, and, and even like I'm even thinking all, like, yeah, in an ideal world, you go and you build all this out and you build out some simple workflows and whatever CRM that you're using that allows you to do this. Even if you don't have time for that, at the very least, what this does is it helps your counselors understand, oh, hey, here are the, you know, 15 to 1500 people that clicked the I'm still thinking yes. about this and then all yes. of a sudden overnight everyone knows what their priority is right like oh yes. your priority is that middle button like anyone that clicks yes. that middle button 
that's who you need to go after. And if that for no other reason, is, is that helps. Student callers. Yeah. Yeah. The workflow is student call. I mean, it's all of those things. We, we talk so much on this podcast about data and having it. And, you know, that's a great example of, of a different way to get an answer to an important question that we know we need the answer to that you can then use to easily build follow-up from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got that. And, and this circles back to my original point is, um, you know, as a counselor, one of the biggest things you can do at this point is figuring out how to prioritize your pipeline. Um, some of that will be directed to you. This is how we want you to focus. Some of it's open. Um, and uh, you may get a, a director to say, focus on this group, focus on that group, but you might have some time to, you know, figure out who else might you focus on. And I think that's important to understand. Is it looking at honors? Is it looking at people who've been most recent? Um, is, you know, what is it that you need to prioritize? And, and this, and I'll say this to the teams out here or counselors listening to this that don't have all the data or have limited information in the CRM, you know, what can you do? Uh, some of it might be pick 15, 20 random records in your CRM, look in them, find the various levels of activity that you can see. They've clicked, they've attended. What is it? They've, they've applied, they've done the FAFSA, everything's done. They've got a scholarship out there um, that you can find to show some level of interest. How can you break that apart? And then just start focusing on those. Build your own little report in the CRM that once you find that those types of activities has attended this event, has clicked on this email, um, has been for an interview, those types of filters. And then that gives you that list. Yeah. And if those names aren't on your other list that's been directed to you, then those are the other people you can start calling. And imagine if you can take that list back, your list, to someone else and say, I know you wanted me to focus on this list. I've done that. I've also done this list. And look at the results I've got. You know, I had 50 people on this list. I've only gotten five to enroll, but I got another 20 to say no and just to get that done so we know we don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. and, yeah. and at this level too, like, like once you're, once you have solidified what that list is, there's also this awesome new tool that, that we've recently discovered called good kind, which is this like awesome one-to-one -one video tool that makes it really, really easy to send a personalized text message with like the counselor's like face. You basically get this video, you swipe up and you can schedule a chat with a counselor. You can text them directly. It's super, super, super cool. And it's very affordable. Um, and that, that kind using a tool like that at this stage, once again, you've sort of identified, okay, you know, counselor A has got these 35 people that they're going to spend the next 48 hours on versus counselor B has got these 50 people that they're going to spend the next 48 hours on use a tool like that to just break through the rest of the text, the rest of the emails. There's, there are so many things out there that again, are relatively inexpensive, but that can go a long way at, in, in terms of breaking through the clutter that prospective students are receiving, because you best believe that you and every other counselor at every other school that they've applied to are tr also trying to figure out how to get, you know, Zach's attention in, in this, you know, in the 11th hour. So anything yes. that you can do to actually break through the noise, just to get that first click, just to get an impression on your message. All of that stuff really, really, really matters right now. Yes, it does. And that and that you hit a very good point. And it's one of the things I was I, I alluded to, but not clearly. And that and that is 
uh, trying to get through the muck. And when you say do a tweak, you know, not just sending the same email that everybody else is sending or text or voicemail, whatever it is, it's, it can't be the same. Um, and, 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 uh, and if you don't already know that it's the same, um, believe me, after having done secret shopper studies for six years, uh, in a row to know that, yeah, it, it's the same. And I, there's, there's a little bit, of, uh, tidbit I use in many of my presentations I've done, you know, words never to use in your texts and emails, uh, four, four phrases. Let me see if I can remember them all. I haven't pulled these out in a while. Um, following up, reaching out, touching base, and checking in. Ah, yes. yes new, the classics. New classic sales terms. If you're building a relationship with someone, those are not terms you, you use with friends. Now, someone did challenge me on that one time in a presentation who actually pulled up her text and showed me, hey, look, I do this. I, I do touch base or check in, whatever, whatever one was. I'm like, fine, if that's natural for you, use it. But for others, don't. Don't follow up because when you're following up, you're following up for you, not for that person. And you're all you're you're wanting all that for you. In order for them to engage with you, give them something of value. Give them a reason, a fun video, a easy click. Yeah. And as you were yeah. talking about the clicks, the other thing I thought about, Zach, and I don't even know how to do this or if it's even feasible. What if there was a sliding scale? How are you feeling about Awesome University? All the way to the right, you're in. All the way to the left, you're out. Out somewhere in the middle, just slide it. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd love to be able to do something because that's pretty easy. Just put your finger and slide the the scale and hit submit. Yeah. Um, but you know, either way, you know, deuce, that's why you have to get through and, and everybody else is checking in and touching base. Oh, I hate those. Those are the easiest emails in the world to delete. Uh, and, 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 and it's difficult for me, by the way, to say that without fail, I never use those terms and they're easy. They come to mind. Uh, and I get asked all the time when I present that, well, what do you use instead? Well, I will tell you, I don't know, three out of five, four out of five times. If I read the same sentence without that term, it still makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, or I'm I mean, just following up to see if you're going to do your deposit. Yeah, um, it's, it's also, I'm wondering if you're going to deposit. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's also like, it, it's the whole sort of like add value, like in every communication, if there's not an addition, if there's not additional value being added, right? Like, and if they didn't respond the first time, why are they going to respond the second time? If it's the same message yes. and they didn't respond, it's okay, maybe timing, but more often than not, it's because they're either not interested or your initial communication wasn't compelling enough for them to take a particular action in every follow up, quote unquote, follow up response. That's an opportunity to share more information about your brand to help them better understand your unique value propositions. And the way that you do that is by strategically sharing content that you know that they care about. So sharing, hey, by the way, one of our uh, students just put, published this really interesting uh, report and or they've started a podcast and or, hey, here's a student video testimonial that literally just came out that reminded me of a conversation that I had with you two months ago or aligns with, you know, the interest that you've indicated, which is, I really want a, you know, uh, a, I, I want to be able to have a uh, thriving social life while I'm at school or whatever it might be, right? Like, how do you help take content that exists on your website? Uh, how do you help like collaborate with Marcom to ensure that you've got these stories easily accessible and use those right as the vehicles through which to drive this follow up, as opposed to like a dry, empty, fluffy message that is expected be unexpected and i think if you are unexpected right that's 
yep. that that in and of itself will break through the noise and increase your your chances at getting that response but um all right dude you're we, you're right you hit should, it that's we, that's exactly it yeah yeah we should we should wrap this because my um uh memory card i have we have 45 seconds left before it stops <laughs> okay <laughs> there's too thank many podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank you for your time as always sir appreciate it and we'll chat next week yes thanks for listening everyone Hey friends, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Fanatical Fridays with Mickey Baines. If you have an idea for a topic you think we should cover on this show or riff on, please feel free to reach out directly to me at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at Enrollify.org, and I will bring it up with Mickey, and we will chat about it on an upcoming episode. So again, that's Zach, Z-A-C-H, at Enrollify.org, and reach out if you have questions, comments, thoughts, ideas for things that we should be talking about. All right, guys, take care, and we'll see you next week.